0: 1980, almost exactly one year after firing Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath released Heaven and Hell, the first to feature Ronnie James Dio as lead vocalist. Tonight on the Sounds on Vinyl podcast, we close out our three-part series on the impact of Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, and Ronnie Dio had, and still have, on the music and metal world. But first, my name is Phil Boyer. I'm the co-founder of Booz Entertainment and self-proclaimed metalhead. And with me, as always, from the land of the Vikings is... Mike! How you doing? Mike is also the lead singer of Grand Reserva, a rock and roll band out there in Sweden.
1: I'm, I'm so bad at promoting myself, but yes, I am the singer of a, of a Swedish band called Grand Reserva. With well, that being said, all right.
0: All right. So, yeah, tonight we're talking about Ronnie James Dio, his contribution in Black Sabbath and you know his solo stuff we won't get into anything before that with rainbow although that is you know very significant as well
1: i mean what's there not to like about this guy i mean it's it's nuts even even the the, the elf stuff the, the, like mm-hmm. the first back, it's sort of like it's mind blowing
0: well shit you go you go way back way back yeah yeah to his duop stuff man when he was yeah. like not even doing singing metal that stuff is epic
1: yeah Oh my God! I mean, okay, when
0: you when you think legend, when you look up legend, that there's Dio right there.
1: Yeah, there's a picture of him for Christ's yeah. sake. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Okay, let's focus. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm slipping away here. We're talking about Sabbath with Dio. They made an album, or at least they made two very successful albums with Black Sabbath. I mean, Black Sabbath is like Ozzy Osbourne for Christ's sakes, right? And, and here comes this little dude. It's sort of like he's like three apples high. I I actually read or heard someone talk about this. It's sort of like his his lungs and his his chest. It it's the way he's built. It it's it's sort of like it's not. Hmm. What do you, I, okay, I I was about to say not human, but 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 <laughs> it's it's sort of like that's why he could sing the way he sung and and being that puny of a guy, but it's mm. sort of like when you heard him open his voice, oh my God, Jesus Christ! I I mean I still to this day remember he- hearing like the first album Heaven and Hell from 1980. Neon Knights hit me, Lady Evil, Die Young, and mm-hmm. the epic track Heaven and Hell. It's sort of like Jesus Christ. Could Sabbath be any better? Is this Sabbath even?
0: <laughs> Some people say no. There, there's a lot of yeah. people like like yeah. Zach Wilde said so yeah. they should have just called the band Heaven and Hell from the get-go because it wasn't yeah. Yeah. It, it it really wasn't. But you know, like like you mentioned, like Die Young. Listen to "Die Young" and tell me that's not freaking Black Sabbath. I mean, come on, that, yeah, that's Black Sabbath. Yeah, I,
1: I know, yeah, I know. But it's sort of like it's it's. I know what Zach is saying, cause cause uh, over there on 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 Instagram where, where I managed. Uh, uh, sounds on vinyl uh, page uh, it's sort of like they they do all these uh, uh, mashups it's sort of like pick your your favorite and it's sort of like between dio and sabbath they they got holy diver and then in in one hand and in heaven and hell which one do you prefer uh or they say even even worse they they say well i got master reality with sabbath and then i got heaven and hell with sabbath pick pick one which one is the better and i go when when they do that with sabbath i go uh both of them because because uh, i tend to go with like sex says, it's heaven hell as a band and then it's black sabbath as a band so it's complete two completely so don't i don't have to choose i just i right. just call them heaven and hell and and the other one it's it's Black Sabbath because C- it's it's still Sabbath but in in so, some sort of like uh, a different universe if you will.
0: You know, and it, it's interesting because you know we talked about this um, in in the first part about how the last two records with Ozzy didn't do well at all. Yeah. And you got Heaven and Hell comes out with a brand new lead singer, and it does phenomenally well. Yeah. And then you get you follow that up with the Mob Rules, which also did phenomenally well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you know, which again, very few bands, and we'll talk about this. We're going to do a show on uh, ac and so we're we're going to talk about this too. Very few bands can pull off switching a lead singer. Yeah. And still continuing on, and and yeah. actually not just continuing on, but actually kicking ass. And, and doing really, really well.
1: Yeah. I used to be a, a, a drummer. Uh, that's why when I started out, do music. So so for me, Bill Ward, uh, as the drummer of Black Sabbath, uh, when he left right after Heaven and Hell was released, they got Vinnie Appice. That was a new, fresh lineup right there. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard to beat. And you can hear it's changing in Mob Rules. The drumming, the drum sound, and, and the drumming it's somewhat different from Bill Ward's, but its they, they managed to keep it fresh. I mean, it's Geezer Butler and, and it's Tony Iommi, of course. And then you got the new guy, two new guys, both Dio and Vinnie Applesey. And they, they managed to keep it fresh, they managed to keep themselves alive and, and happening still. After mm-hmm. the turmoil with, with the Ozzy and so forth, and and those two not so so terrific albums, I think that's why they they um they did what they did with the the Heaven and Hell reunion in in the 2000s mm-hmm. uh, because, because they 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 had to try it and they had to show the newer audience like me. I never saw Sabbath with Dio. Uh, back in the days, so it, it's sort of like, oh my god,
0: Jesus. <laughs> I've never seen Sabbath with any of the actual Sabbath singers. None of them. For real. Yeah, the only the only time I saw Sabbath was with Rob Halford singing. Ah. Oh, that was yeah. the only time I've never. How's how's <laughs> that for for weird?
1: <laughs> that that's really weird. But. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. But, but, it's, but it's I, I want to go back to, to mob Rules for a second because yeah, you were mentioned the drumming and, and bringing Vinny in and all that. And I think I agree with you that, that it that it was fresh, it was different. It was a different drumming. And I think for me, that might have been a problem why I actually had trouble getting into that record.
1: Okay.
0: I, I you know it I'm not saying it's a bad record, I'm not saying I didn't like it, but I really had trouble getting into it and even to this day it's it's not one of my favorite sabbath records i think dio carried it i think his vocals on that are just out of this world but yeah um i don't know There's just i i I, and i i feel like it's the drums i think it was bill ward being gone and and having that that different i don't know so it just felt different
1: yeah all right
0: which is weird because you think i'd feel that way with having a new lead singer that's how most yeah, people feel yeah. you know but for yeah, me, yeah. no the drums <laughs> no.
1: I, I, I dare you to listen to the drums again with the headphones take take your mind through it and and, and give it give it a give it another shot because because it's it's tremendous but but it, it's all like you you can't like anything everything there is I mean I mean Ronnie. Well, there we go. There's no dispute on on the guy can <laughs> sing, but I I understand where you're coming from with, with the drums. You used to build Ward's drumming. It's in a particular way, but but eh, well, Vinny. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I mean, two strong records coming off with with new lead singers. I mean, on uh, you know, obviously Die Young and Heaven and Hell from um, Heaven and Hell were my favorite. Songs yeah. on that record.
1: Two records back to back. I mean, with all those songs that are epic The Mob Rules, uh, Heaven and Hell, Die Young, uh, Neon Nights. It's sort of like you got five there on the top of my hand. It, uh, I mean, how many bands to this day could, can release songs that are epic? I mean, five or six or seven songs. Uh, out mm-hmm. of like like ten or or fourteen or, or or like more than half of them are like epic today and they still stand. Oh yeah, totally. Here's Ronnie. He used to sing in in Rainbow to to compare that and and the songs he he performed there and he wrote there and and then all of a sudden he's in Sabbath and and then in his own band. This guy's a genius.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, so let let's talk about what led up to him leaving Sabbath. Yeah. So so there's some controversy going around. So the third yeah. record that they put out with Dio was a live record called Live Evil. And before I get into why what the controversy is, you know what? I have to say this. The thing that really pissed me off about that record was Again, one of my my favorite Dio era Sabbath songs is Heaven and Hell, and you know you're you're rocking out, man. You get to that, and then the freaking thing ends on side A, and then you have to flip the freaking record over to listen to the rest of it on side yeah, B. Yeah. Does that piss anybody else off? That just that that who who thought that was going to be a good idea to do that?
1: that? That's that's one of the reasons I I, I really listen to that album because I because I, I I hate the way they did the production and the way that, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great show, but, but still it's sort of like those small stuff. It bucks the hell out of me. It's, it's nuts. Why the and, hell did they do that?
0: I don't know. And, and I know this is a show about vinyl, but you know what I actually did? I actually put that on a cassette and I actually put those two together so I could actually <laughs> listen to it all together. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> oh Yeah, like, I don't know who the hell at the record company thought that was a good idea. That was just, that was idiotic. So, yeah, so I guess the mixing, people were accusing Dio of going in there and making his vocals louder. And, you know, so there was all this and that. And finally, he just quit. He said, you know what, enough. I'm done. I'm going to go. I can sing. I'll just form a band called Dio.
1: I mean, he formed Dio, his own band in 1982, and and he left uh, six months before or something like that. Mm-hmm. He left Sabbath in order so to help with them. Uh, I'm going to form my own band.
0: Dad, yeah, could you imagine yeah. saying, you know what, screw this, I'm leaving one of the biggest bands in the world, or yeah. actually, you could argue the biggest band in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 1983, man, Holy Diver.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean.
1: Is there a bad song on that album?
0: I, you know what? If there is, I haven't heard it yet. No. it got to ha- be an unreleased track because I've not heard it. it. It, That whole record, I mean, everything. The, the first uh, solo Dio song I heard was Rainbow in the Dark, man. And yeah. And just like that. And, and obviously the title track, Holy Diver.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like, holy, what the hell is it? This is, <laughs> uh, at first I thought it was Sabbath, actually. Yeah. I'm like, is this? This is kind of weird, but it, it had a different sound to it. It wasn't quite Sabbath. It, it had that, that D.O. sound. It was, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that record was just a phenomenal record. Okay.
1: So, sometimes I do, I do stuff like this. I'm going to tell you about it right now. I'm forcing myself to pick at least only three or four songs from an album that's so epic and means so much to me as holy diver and and it's sort of like i write it up M- my choices here is stand up and shout don't talk to strangers rainbow in the dark and of course the title track holy diver and the minute i wrote it down and i'm 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 going to the next and I, i'm changing my mind and thinking what the hell am i doing it's sort of like i can't can i can no should i no it's sort of like There's not a bad song on there. What the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. But I have to force myself. Because it's. Every song is freaking epic. And how the hell can you. Leave Black Sabbath. Like you said. One of the (laughs) biggest bands in the world. You form your own band. Out of anger. (laughs) Release. I mean. A debut album. With. 10 I think it's 10 10 epic oh my god songs mm-hmm. holy crap how how the hell are you able to do that
0: and and let let's remember by 1983 this guy's had roughly what 35 40 years already in the business yeah. that he's been making music and writing music yep. and stuff I mean at even you know is that math sound that math doesn't sound right because he started in, like, what, 58, something like that? Yeah,
1: so, something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, th- this guy is just, yeah. I mean, how much material do you have in your head? Most people yeah. can't. They don't have that end them, man. And this guy no, totally no, no. did. It's like yeah. you said, like, Don't Talk to Strangers. That was an odd song. Yeah. I, I, I didn't really expect that out of Dio. You heard some of his high range coming out on 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 that. And that that was a really cool and interesting song to hear. That, that, that is one of my favorites on, on Holy Diver 2.
1: You got Last In Line. He, he released that one a year later. And you got, I mean, oh, my God.
0: The list goes on and on. I mean, his yeah. catalog just from Dio, the band Dio, is just yeah. huge. Yeah. What is it? It's something like 10 or 12 records?
1: Yeah, it's something like that. But going to see a Dio show, he's sort of like, thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much for showing up. And it's it, it's sort of like, what the hell are you talking about? Of course you're gonna go see you. <laughs> I mean you, he's sort of like the friendliest rock star there ever was. Yeah. And and it's sort of like the the musical uh, and the rock and rock and roll and the fantastic voice and the performing and the person he had it all. The
0: the, the guy he literally made music and performed pretty much to the day he died. Yeah. I I remember seeing this show. Apparently he was like in a lot of pain from the cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the show. And you'd never know it. I mean, you, you referenced this earlier on in the show, like you'd never know. No. That, that this guy was in so much pain that because he just went on there and he put on a show and he looked like he was having a good time and he was just doing that for the fans. And it, and it really, it really sucked, you know. It, yeah. Dio was actually one of those that, when I heard of his death, I was actually sad. I don't usually get upset over celebrity deaths, but Dio was kind of an exception. I, and, I, you know, I don't know why, if it was just because he was such a big part of music uh, with me growing up, or what. But yeah, it was,
1: it was kind of crazy. For for, for me, it took it to the next level. I I wanted to be all that he stood for. Not musically, because c- I, c- I couldn't as a singer go there. But the person and, and the performing. I I never, never drink anything alcoholic when, when I play live. Never. I always tend to, to go out into the audience afterwards, speaking to people, making myself known and. Uh, trying to be be as nice as i can signing stuff if they want me to taking pictures cuz that's what Dio would have done mm-hmm. sort of i have i have a bad day i had have a cold and I'm I'm, I'm I'm feeling it in my body what would Dio do he would he would shuck it down and he would stand there in front of people given it 110% because people bought a ticket to see a show mm-hmm. for like 90 minutes plus something like that he entertained you even he was full of it with cancer and the pain was unbearable sometimes he was mm-hmm. up there and that's that's something I, I bring with me every time I, 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 I am able to, to perform in, in front of people if they bought a ticket, they're going to see a show. I'm up there for our shows. is sort of like 45 minutes, something like that. 45 minutes to an hour. And I'm going to give them 100%. Because if Dio, filled with cancer, could do those shows without flinching, this is the least I could do. Keep exactly. myself sober giving my my 110 percent and and then talking to people who who drove to the show or whatever it's sort of like it's he, he's, he's a mentor in that way to me wow well there you go there you go, there you go. Yeah, well we got all serious therefore got all serious yeah.
0: the the first big concert that i saw because I lived in a shitty place that didn't, you know, nobody ever came through. So I could never see big concerts. Yeah. It wasn't American. until I moved to California that I could see some of the bigger bands play. And the very yeah. first big band that I saw was Dio on the Dream Evil tour.
1: Oh, my and
0: God. And I'm like, you know, first you got this big rock band experience, right? You know, and it's at Irvine Meadows. And we're just, you know, we got the cheap lawn seats in the back. You know, I don't even remember who the hell opened for him, but I remember him coming on stage and, you know, his voice is so powerful on record, but then you hear this guy come out and belt this shit out live and somehow, I don't know how, but it's even more powerful than it is on the record.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And his it, stage presence for being like what? Four foot two or some shit.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like. Yeah. It, he was bigger than life, man. It was yeah. just like, he, he's yeah. hes like one of the greatest front men out there, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: He's just, not just voice, but man, he just goes out there and just, like you were saying, gives it his all. And it was a great first big band show. It was a great experience.
1: <laughs> oh my God, we could go on and on and on about this guy.
0: Mm-hmm. And And I'd argue that Dio did better than Sabbath did. In those, especially in those early years after yeah. he left and stuff. Yeah, sure. Because I don't know what the hell Sabbath was doing during those years, getting <laughs> some of those. Yeah, I, I don't know what was going on there, but that that can be a whole different show. What yeah. was Sabbath thinking with this record?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So R.I.P. deal. That's you know. Yeah. It's too bad, but. He had one hell of a career, and it's yeah. it's it's really awesome that we can you know sit here and talk about his stuff, his contributions, and go back and listen to it and enjoy it and yeah all that good stuff. So
1: yeah, all
0: right, cool. All right, well with that, it's time to say farewell and uh, end our three part series on Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, and Ronnie James Dio. Uh, head on over to Uh, sounds on vinyl on Instagram at sounds on vinyl and check out all the cool stuff that Mike posts over there. Some really cool stuff. Look at his stories and all that fun stuff, man. He has a good time doing that his collection is insane. It's insane. And uh, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. So you don't ever miss one of our most epic episodes where we sit here and go back to the 80s and talk about all the epic vinyl records that we used to listen to. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Later.
1: Later.